Welcome to the Battlestat Sports Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. Welcome to the Horns Corner section of the Battlestat Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Today, we're going to do a game recap of Texas versus Rice. Uh, essentially, guys, this was a tune-up game for Texas going into their Big 12 uh, conference play starting next week against Oklahoma State. Texas posted 509 yards total offense uh, against Rice, uh, nearly doubling what Rice put out at 266 yards. Um, yeah, very easy game to grade, guys. Uh, you know, but let's get into the metrics right now. So I have a battle stat number, which you guys will hear me say BSN. Uh, so I have a BSN offense and defensive uh, number, which tracks the efficiency and effectiveness of a team or a player, depending on what I'm ranking at that time. Uh, it incorporates the offense and defensive success ratings also. And the higher the score, the better. Um, the NCAA average for offense is uh, 40 points. The NCAA average for defense is 45 points. Um, so, yeah, let's let's dig into these metrics. Uh, when it comes to the BSN uh, offense, uh, Texas was highly efficient when the first team of offense was on the field. For the first three quarters when the offense was on the field, they posted an 81.4 first quarter BSN offense, a 76 uh, second quarter BSN offense, and a 68.3 third quarter BSN offense. Uh, they they finished the game with a 58 BSN offense composite score, which is 18 points higher than what the NCAA average is. Uh, Texas was very balanced in this game. Um, you know, they had 51% of their plays for, for run attempts, uh, 49% were pass attempts. Um, they were slightly more effective passing ball this game than they were running, uh, being successful around 55% of the time um, you know, for pass plays and around 47% of the time when it comes to run plays. Uh, they had a pretty explosive game. They had nine plays that were explosive in nature, meaning that they were 15 yards or more. Um, you know, So it's a 13.4% explosive play rate throughout the game. Uh, and all of those explosive plays came on the first team offense. So, um, yeah, Texas was ready for the game. Uh, it was business as usual. They looked like an elite offense like they have in the first two games also. The Rice offense uh, had a BSN offense to score 50.4, which is 10 points above the NCAA average. Now, I know you guys are saying Rice got blown out this game. Uh, how the hell could they have a BSN offense to score that was 10 points higher than the NCAA average? Well, this is why I hate kind of doing blowout games, guys, because the first three quarters, the Rice offense was horrible uh, because they were going against Texas first team defense. And when they went against the Texas first team defense, they had a, a 39 point BSN offense, which is a point below the NCAA average. And they had a 12.5 percent offensive success rating, uh, which was um, more than 27 and a half points less than the BS or less than the NCAA average. Um, so, you know, like for the fourth quarter, when Texas had his second and third string guys in, Rice had an 89.6 BS in offense and scored two touchdowns and had more than 56% of their total yardage in that fourth quarter. So that really boosted their number up for their total game efficiency and effectiveness. But uh, when you're looking at this game, I, I would primarily focus on the first three quarters and what Texas defense was able to do against Rice in those first three quarters. Um, so Rice also had four plays that were explosive in nature, and two of those four plays came in the fourth quarter. Uh, where Rice's first team players going against Texas second and third string players. Uh, so now let's let's dig into the defensive side of the ball, guys. The BSN defense, um, Texas posted a, a BSN defense um, uh, at well, 
was it 44 points or 44.4 points The average for NCAA is 45 points. Um, this defensive score is slightly lower than what the NCAA average is. But like I said before, you got to look minus that fourth quarter uh, when Texas was playing a bunch of second and third stringers. When the first team defense was on the field, the Longhorns posted a 59.8 BSN defense, uh, which is nearly 15 points higher than the average score for the NCAA. Uh, so w- with the backup players in the game, Texas posted an abysmal 19.7 BSN defense in that fourth quarter. So that brought the composite score down um, to a to a total that was a uh, just slightly lower than the NCAA average. Rice defense all around was just bad. Um, they posted a 37.5 BSN defense, which is eight points below, or almost eight points below the NCAA average of 45 points. Um, they had a defensive success rating of 43.3%, which was you know uh, more than a point and a half less than what the NCAA average is of 45%. And to be honest with you, they just had a bad defense. They had one good quarter. It's the fourth quarter, and they're going against the second and third string guys. Uh, so, you know, you got to take it, you know, like their total score with a grain of salt. You got to look at exactly what happened in those first three quarters. Now, guys, when it comes to the QB comparisons, uh, this is not a comparison at all. Sam's playing at one of the most elite levels that we've seen a longhorn quarterback play since Colt McCoy and Vince Young played on here on the uh, field here at DKR. Uh, he had a 62 percent offensive success rating uh, and as well as a 40 percent uh, uh rushing offensive success rating. I'm sorry, 62% passing offensive success rating. He had a total 58% composite offensive success rating. Um, what's more impressive is his per down OSR, um, very high, 64% on first and second down and 50% on third down. Uh, so he is very efficient, very elite when it comes to passing the ball, extremely high. All his percentages are over the 40% uh, range uh, for an NCAA average quarterback. Um, you know, for Texas to keep winning at this elite level, Sam's going to definitely have to keep this up, which I think he will. He's been he's been balling out this, these last three weeks, and I don't think anything's going to change. Now, when it comes to um, Texas' next game, these are my thoughts on the next game. Texas plays Oklahoma State the next game, right? Um, although Texas had a very good game against Rice, uh, they had a very good game in the first game against La Tech. Uh, the defense was was not that good against LSU, uh, primarily the secondary. Texas has to assure that the game against Oklahoma State, their secondary has to come to play again. Uh, you know, the Cowboys have probably, if not the best receiver, he's one of the top two receivers in the Big 12 and one of the top receivers in the country in Tylen Wallace. Um, Texas in this game against Rice alone gave up two plays of more than 40 yards in the past game you know, against Rice. So, you know, Tylen Wallace is, he's a freak of nature when it comes to catching the ball. So they got to, they got to shore up that back end of the defense um, because this can potentially be another big 12 shootout game. And basically whichever team has the ball last, is going to win the game. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but if the defense can't shore themselves up, it can definitely lend itself to that. Uh, but one thing you got to be excited about when it comes to the Texas offense well, the Texas team as a whole, their special teams has gotten a lot better over the years. You know, Dicker the kicker just kicked a 57-yard field goal last night, which is very encouraging. And Deshaun Jameson, the shark, had a kickoff return for a touchdown there on that last kickoff return after Rice scored their second touchdown. So very encouraging to see the special teams units be very effective. 
in the games. But for Texas to to pull off this win against Oklahoma State and to play well, you know, against Oklahoma State, their defense has to short themselves up. They got a tall task ahead of them when it comes to Tylen Wallace, wide receiver, and the running back Chuba Hubbard, who is probably the best running back in the Big Twelve. So. Uh, more to come on that. Uh, catch me on the other side here in just a minute. We're going to do um, a game recap for the Oklahoma State game uh, versus Tulsa. So basically like a scouting report. So see you on the other side. All right, guys, let's get into the scouting report for uh, Oklahoma State versus Tulsa. So Oklahoma State and Texas play next week at DKR. Uh, it's going to be a very good game. Um, Oklahoma State probably has uh, one of the top two wide receivers in the Big 12 uh, in Tylen Wallace, who had an outstanding game against Tulsa, five receptions, uh, 118 yards and a touchdown. And their running back, uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, who had 32 carries, 256 yards and three touchdowns against Tulsa. And he's a monster. Um, I did a section on him, a, a player spotlight, uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. Uh, one thing that, that actually gives this kid problems as last year, he actually fumbled the ball quite a bit last year, but I don't think he fumbled at all this year so far. So I think he's cleaned that up, but he's explosive guy. He's kind of a track athlete guy has a lot of speed, um, compact guy. I wouldn't say compact so much, but he's like six, one, two ten or so, but the kid can fly. He can run. He's a good player. I mean, very good player. Texas is going to have their hands full with him. But when we're talking about this, uh, talented duo, they help lead, uh, the Cowboys to a 65.7 BS in the offense, which is nearly 26 points higher than the NCAA average. Um, and they uh, had seven explosive plays um, in the game, and five of, those was, five of those explosive plays went for touchdowns. So the five touchdowns that they had in this game were from explosive plays, meaning that they were over 15 yards or more. And if I'm not mistaken, the majority of these plays were over uh, 30 yards. So they can, they can uh, get some points on the board in a hurry, and they can get them uh, with some pretty long plays, guys. Cowboys posted over 500 yards to total offense against Tulsa. Um, so that dad a really clean pocket, you know, uh, against Tulsa. Also, Spencer Sandler, Sanders, who was a quarterback for uh, Okie State, he, I don't think he got sacked one time in this game. And I only think he's been sacked twice the whole season. So they've been protecting him pretty well. Uh, now, when it comes to the BSN defense side of the ball, the Cowboys posted a 43.1 BSN defense throughout the game, two points lower than the NCAA average of 45. Um, you know, defense had three sacks. Um, they also allowed six explosive plays at, at an average of 24 yards per explosive play against an undermatched Tulsa team. So Texas uh, can definitely uh, have some favorable matchups against Oklahoma State. Um, the defense for the Cowboys was just not good at all, especially in the first half. They had three touchdowns um, that they gave up to Tulsa in that first half, and they posted 38.9 point and a 10.2-point BSN defense in the first and second quarters, respectively. Uh, in fact, Tulsa had the lead going into halftime at 21-20. So, you know, you know, Mike Gundy is a master coach, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but his defense has always kind of lacked a little bit. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Texas is going to fare against, uh, you know, this, uh, this defense or basically how the Oklahoma State defense is going to fare against the Texas offense. That's a better way to say it because Texas offense is going to be explosive. But can the Cowboy defense keep up with the Texas offense? And and also can the Texas off well can the Texas defense keep up with the Cowboy offense? They got some explosive players over there. Um one thing about this uh this this Oklahoma State defense was that they uh allowed Tulsa to have 85 offensive plays. They couldn't get off the field. You know, the Cowboys only had 68 plays on on, on the offense. Tulsa had 85. So they bested them by was it 17 plays? 
Uh, so if, if if this happens against Texas and Texas has 17 more plays than, than Oklahoma State, it, it it either says, you know, that the Cowboys are scoring very fast and Texas is, is being very slow with the ball and having long drives, or it just means that the Texas defense is doing very well against that Kobe offense and 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 Texas's offense is is dominating the game with time of possession and scoring at will. So it's should be a great game of chess, but that that defense for the Cowboys is not good at all. Uh, so if you take a look at the QB metric, Spencer Sanders has had better days than what he's had, you know, in this game against Tulsa. Um, he had a 37 percent offensive success rating um, overall for the game, 36 percent passing and 38 percent rushing. Uh, all far below the 40% NCAA average. Uh, but the more alarming stat when it comes to Spencer Sanders is he had a 0% third down passing offensive success rating for the game. He went 0 for 4. Um, he didn't register any completions necessary for a first down. Uh, so it's kind of alarming if you're a fan of Oklahoma State. His running back, Chuba Hubbard, has definitely bailed him out in these, in these past couple games. The kid's averaging, uh, he averaged eight yards to carry this past game. So he's a He's a monster. It's going to be somebody that um, Texas is definitely going to have to worry about when they play. Uh, so, you know, some battle thoughts. My thoughts in this game. It's going to be a very difficult game for you know, for both teams, but uh, uh, I expect Texas to win this game. They had the better offense. They got the better defense. Uh, they had the better quarterback, and that's where it matters. Um, you know, in, in the college game, the team with the better quarterback usually wins that game. Uh, you know, but never count out a team that has probably the best receiver in the game and Talon Wallace and probably the best running back in the game and, and Chuba Hubbard. Um, but that, but that uh, offensive line for Oklahoma state is a really good offensive line. Very solid. Only, only gave up two sacks in the last three games. Uh, but the problem with Oklahoma state guys is their defense. Their defense is just really not that good. Um, you know, they, uh, they've allowed their opponents to, to average 81 plays of offense, uh, which kept their defense on the field a lot longer than need be. Um, you know, the Cowboys had 73 plays per game as their average. So, you know, they're, you know, they're actually giving them eight plays a game, you know, in the big 12, that's either one possession and sometimes two possessions, you know, so if you got, you know, two possessions extra for Texas, as opposed to Oklahoma state, I like Texas chances of winning that game. Uh, you know, even, even one extra possession gives them an opportunity to get the playmakers in the game. So, um, you know, Texas has an opportunity to, to actually open up the big 12 with a win. You know, they're definitely going to need this win, uh, you know, and keep winning, especially until they get to the Red River shootout, you know, um, against OU. So, you know, they got to take care of business here against Oklahoma State. And after Oklahoma State, they got to take care of business against West Virginia on the road and then go back to Dallas and play OU. So Texas needs to win this game to, to open up the season three and one. Uh, and they keep rolling on pretty much. So I think they have a, you know, they being Texas has a very decided advantage at the quarterback position. You know, Sam's just a playmaker. He's elite. Um, if he keeps playing it the way he's playing now, uh, I would not be shocked if he gets a seat at the Heisman table, you know, you know, just uh, uh, just for consideration at the end of the season. Um, but he's an elite quarterback. It's one of the most elite quarterbacks you had here on campus, uh, you know, especially since Colton Vince left. But his numbers are just as good as those guys. Matter of fact, he just passed Vince on the all time touchdown passing list at Texas uh, in his last game against Rice. So, you know, I do believe the Longhorns are the better team. They should win this game. Uh, but, you know, but the guys at Okie State are coming in with a bunch of confidence. Uh, they beat Texas the last four times, two of them at home and two of them at their own house. So they're confident and they have the best uh, offensive skill position players in, in Chuba Hubbard and also Tylen Wallace. These guys can be playing on Sundays uh, 
probably next year, guys. So should be a good game. But if I had to, you know, pick, I definitely pick Texas to win this game. Um, but that should be the end of this episode. But guys, if you have any questions or concerns or comments, just go visit my website, uh, battlestatsports.com or hornscorner.com. You know, and you know that should bring you to all my stats. Uh, you know, for the Texas Longhorns and the battle stats section, thus the NFL. Uh, uh, rankings when it comes to effectiveness and efficiencies. So uh, thank you for joining in. Um, all my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram handles are bstatsports when it comes to battle stats. And Horns Corner is going to be horns underscore corner. So if you got any questions, either visit the website, uh, visit my social media handles, uh, just leave me a message on my contact form or just send me an email to either battlestatsports at gmail.com or hornscornersports at gmail.com. Again, thanks, guys, and I look forward to talking to you guys after the end of week two for the NFL. Uh, So my next episode will be on Tuesday night. All right, guys, later.